Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today in the studio, we have the entire Fab Five. And it's been a little while and it's great to have everyone here. We've got Sarah. Her mission is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders. Kathleen's mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide, move from pain and suffering to peace, presence, and purpose. Catherine's purpose is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do work they love and love the work they do. No amount of guilt can change the past and no amount of worrying can change the future. Right? Guilt comes from so many places. What we did, what we didn't do, what someone else expected of us and we didn't even know about it. The voices in our head saying yes, saying no, and saying nothing at all. What does all this guilt get us? If it's anything beyond a reminder of who you are and your values, you got to let it go. So let's find out a little more with Catherine leading our discussion on letting go of guilt. Catherine, the mic is yours. Thank you, Whitney. I am so excited to be exploring this topic on the show today with my fabulous five sisters because of all the brilliance you bring, because I feel like I'm a beautiful guinea pig on guilt. Because I would say that, you know, this is a journey for us all. And while I feel like I have, am at the stage of my life now where I have shaken this energy of guilt that I've carried my whole life, I don't even fully understand where it all comes from. I have some idea, but I will say that I feel like one of a a primary emotion in my being for many, a lot of my life, really probably up until like, say the last five, six years has been around this energy of guilt feeling within me and, and making decision even worse. (laughs) I think one of the worst things that guilt does to us, right, is we then we make decisions out of that guilt, right? And it has certainly, and so we're exploring that today. This whole topic of, of guilt, what does it mean? Is it empowering? Is it disempowering? How does it drive our decision making? How does it drive our actions? How does it drive, you know, how we show up or not, right? Like all these different things. And when you're making the decisions out in your life, and one of the primary decision-making factors is coming from this energy or these emotions around guilt, you're usually living your life not on your terms. You're usually living your life in pleaser mode to please other people first. And so a big shift for me has been that huge aspect. And I'm very happy to be, to be sitting here saying that guilt is not the driving force in, or one of the driving forces in my life in the decision-making spectrum. It's probably very low. And when it comes up for me now, as I do have that beautiful pleaser part of me still very, 
present and always working with that that girl inside of me, that pleaser girl that wants to say yes to everything. And some of that comes from emotions and energy around guilt. So I one of I feel like in my journey, being able to become more aware around that and how decisions get made from that and being able to like shift that and examine has really shifted things in my world. Like I will say codependence is something that came out of making decisions out of guilt, right? Because a lot of it was like, you know, I remember year back in the day, years and years ago, it was like, I need to go show up for my friend. I need to be there for my friend. Like, even if it was like, not the healthiest decision for me, that was always like, that was on the back burner. Like, that's what guilt does is like, it's like, you're kind of taken out. Our self-love is like taken out of the picture because you just or want to say yes to everybody, right? And that was one, another thing is like, for me, around guilt of like being like a yes person, it's like actually the word no is super important for me. So I think, you know, around this energy around guilt, you know, there's a lot of Abraham Hicks is one that comes to mind. You know, she has the emotional guidance scale and guilt is the second to the last emotion on that scale as far as, you know, it carries the almost the lowest of the low vibrationally for us. So it's like what emotions empower us and what emotions disempower us. And guilt is very, very low on the scale vibrationally, right? It moves up from, you know, you know, guilt and then anger and on up through through joy and happiness, which, you know, are at the top of the vibrational scale, right? Guilt would be at the lowest causing disempowerment in our lives, essentially. So from a even spiritual guidance and universal laws and Claudette, I saw you shaking your head, you know, maybe we could, I think that could be a beautiful place for us to start, you know, around the vibration and the energy of guilt, right? And I know you study this, you know, and I also just want to throw out, I think women carry guilt in a special way compared to possibly men. I could be wrong. That's just intuitively, which kind of came to me around, you know, you hear, you even hear words around, you know, jokes like there's the mom, you know, mom guilt or whatever, you know, I've had, I know I deal with dog mom guilt, especially not being home as much lately uh, with fit district and startup mode and all that. So, you know, I awful hits of gut, you know, I guess guilt, if there's any guilt, a lot of guilt that's coming up for me lately would be around my fur baby <laughs> um, and being more present or being super busy and, you know, I can't make a meeting or, you know, I feel like I'm not showing up for people because I'm being pulled away because of, you know, business issues. And, st- and so that was just present for me earlier today, major guilt around that. So it's like, you know, it's a journey. So, and it just hit me as I was kicking it off to Claudette, but also like women, you know, in my experience, I feel like, you know, maybe we have more guilt for whatever reason, you know, of how we've been our roles in this beautiful life and how that's evolved. So everything guilt today, certainly a journey for me, as I've explained, and can't wait to hear from my sisters more on that. But Claudette, maybe we could kick it off on sort of the vibration and the, you know, the spiritual guidance scale, even with guilt, a little background there. You know, I get jazzed up on this stuff. (laughs) So I think it takes an understanding of how things work. Because the first thing we need to understand is if we are experiencing guilt and we feel guilty until we get truth to shift that feeling, more things will happen to feel guilty about. So guilt is a perpetuating energy. And you had mentioned that it comes from like women have guilt differently. They do. And that's because we respond to criticism differently and we have this ideal woman, this perfect woman that we're measuring ourselves against. Right. And when she, when we don't measure up to this perfect woman, 
then we feel guilty about it. And we tend to feel guilty about other people falling short and we should have helped them or we should have, we should all over ourselves, right? So we should have helped him do this. We should have helped him do that. It's a oh, very- Yeah, that is such a big one. Guilt causes the should all over ourselves. Yeah. And so I think it takes a decision. I think it takes a decision to step back from it. And, and one thing that I share in the truth method, and I'm going to share it now, is when we're going through that emotion of guilt, we can use our imagination to put it in a jar, right? And d- Kathleen just said something about we shit all over ourselves in ceremonies. Oh my gosh, she's hilarious. <laughs> I call it the jar technique. And the jar technique is where when we're feeling guilty, instead of This is instead of going into the energy of the guilt, could we just start to go, wait a minute, before I decide to feel guilty about this, like, and we could say, Claudette, I can't help it. I just feel guilty. I can't. Yes, you can. If you train yourself to. So this is a matter of becoming awareness. And where do you put your consciousness? See, we have choices to cast our awareness into a lot of different things. And so if we're getting sucked into the little guilt whirlwind, we can start to notice it. And at first you won't notice it. I mean, you'll notice it halfway in. You'll notice it after two weeks of guilt. I used to feel guilty about everything. Everything was always my fault. I used to feel guilty. Those were beliefs. It's always my fault. What's the truth? It is not. What I am responsible for, I can own. And what I'm not, I don't own. And if I help somebody or not, it's based on my intuition and guidance, not feeling guilty. I'm not going to help someone based on the fact I feel guilty because I realized that what I was doing was interfering with their soul's growth. And so when we, when we step in and we start to become the pleaser, Okay, we're interfering with our growth and their growth. If we're trying to do stuff for them and and we're not being guided to do it, that's going to block them and interfere with them. And then we're trying to get a need met, the need to be loved or accepted or whatever, the need to be needed, the need to be affirmed. There's a lot of needs that go behind the guilt, right? And so now we're pleasing and now we're trying to get a need met from with outside of us, from without. And this whole spiritual journey always guides us back in. And we have to get our needs met through the divine within, through that divine connection to our higher self. That's what this is about. This is why guilt is a black hole that sucks you in, chews you up, spits you out, and sucks you in again. There's no point of being guilty for anything. Because even if you did something wrong, own it. (laughs) There's no, guilt's not going to help you with it. Just own it. Own it and say, I did this wrong. How can I make it right? Just own it. Because we're not perfect. And I'll tell you what I do with the perfect woman. You know, I used to think I had to measure up to her all the time. And I fell short all the time. I just visualize her sitting on a green velvet throne and I put a a popsicle in her mouth so she'll shut up. That's what I did. I mean, I just put her over to here, this little perfect woman. And it's one of those no sugar added chocolate fudge pops. That's actually to be specific. And so I'm just, I stuck it in her mouth and said, I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm going to be what I am being at the moment And the only thing I require of myself is to be constantly improving and constantly seeking new information and evolving. That's it. And that may be enough for somebody or not, but that's really not my problem. And so it's understanding how this all works and understanding that the vibration of guilt will create more situations in the future to be guilty of. And so the biggest thing that we have to do is just 
What is the truth about that? Like, how can we shift out of it? Put that emotion into a jar and then sit it in front of you in your imagination. Like you could just let the energy of the guilt, just imagine it going into the jar, sit it in front of you and then go, it's very interesting. And then go, I seek and ask for the truth on this and then just leave it there. And within a day or two, you're probably going to get an answer. What is the truth about this? And then once we get the truth about it, it whole, you'll see it might even be dissolved. Like it might not even be in the jar anymore. I've used this technique at the truth conference and people said, I don't even have the jar anymore. The jar's gone. Right. And all they did was go home and come back the next day. And so that's one way to get rid of it. I don't want to take too much time here, but guilt is a negative energy based on even if you did something wrong, it's still based on false beliefs because universal divine mind, God is forgiving and the law of forgiveness overrides everything, every single thing. And so we can move out of guilt into forgiveness for ourselves and for others. And I just look at it this way. I work for the divine. I only do as the divine tells me to do. I will help you as I am guided to help you. That is it. And that releases us of false responsibility and guilt. So I feel like this whole thing around false responsibility is so powerful in correlation to guilt. And I think even the correlation with women, right? Like we, in our natural, like just sort of human makeup, it's like all the responsibility that we just, we take on, we've always taken on, right? And how it continues to evolve, even as women are now the main breadwinners in the family, mothers, right, as well, career, like it's different. Whereas like not that long ago, a lot of women weren't the main breadwinners in the family. Right. And like, like responsibility alone, just there's a lot more present. It feels like, right. And doing a lot more things and, you know, this false sense, I know for me, and I think part of it, as you're explaining Claudette, so many things were popping for me around this false sense of responsibility of like, saving people for me since I was like a little kid. Like I can remember this false sense of like having to take care of dad and mom and brother and stepdad and making sure I am, I'm pleasing all of them and living up to their standards. And it is like friendships, relationships, like caretaker, right? Making sure they're taken care of staying, you know, it's like the sense of like false responsibility for like other people's emotions and being happy. Right. And then it goes that, and then it develops like this false sense of caring about what people think just in general, you know what I mean? And like, for me, that's been a big release over these last couple of years is caring at a much lower level, like what people think. And just that release alone, I think getting more like, I'm going to start living life on my terms is also like a big shift for me over these last few years versus living it for like other people. And this, so around this sort of false sense of responsibility of just wanting to highlight that because this, I think is where a lot some, a lot of guilt can come from and it's false and it's not true. It's not true. And it's also been a conditioned experience for me from a very long time ago, right? Which awareness around all of that is just super powerful. And I still play with this in my journey, big time around saving people. I mean, I just had a situation not long ago where what are the boundaries around helping this person? and even bringing them into my home or not, or, and, you know, getting to be coached on that by people that I trust. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think? Right. And because there's this savingness of wanting to save people also that are present. So this is like things to examine as we're talking about guilt, as, as you're listening to the show and like, is some of this 
present for you or not. But for me, that's certainly what is resonating as you're speaking. So thank you, Claudette, for that. And just wanted to share sort of what was popping for me. Whitney is rocking with some head shakes and I'm just feeling like you're going to, you're going to bring some light bulb moments into the, the show right now. I just see it. I need to have you as my hype girl in real life, right? (laughs) I am. I am. I'm here for it. I'm here for your hype girl. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, much of what you and Claudette have already said, I absolutely agree with. I just have one little tweak. It's not really a disagreement, but I, I would call it a tweak. And I say guilt as feedback, right? It's an opportunity, Welling in it, living in it is not helpful, but it is a opportunity for us to be connected with what's going on right now, to take the time to assess or reassess and then make some decisions about where to go from here, right? So again, in the intro, I said it it is an opportunity for you to see how you may be out of alignment with your values, right? If you're saying yes, if you're consistently saying yes to people that and to things, opportunities that are not really yours, that they're not what you want, they're not in alignment with your values and your priorities and your vision for your life, but you're saying yes because you're a people pleaser, right? Or you say yes because you'd feel guilty if you didn't right? This is feedback. This is an opportunity to look at what's going on. I absolutely agree. You should not be living in guilt. You should not feel guilty long-term, but if you have a twinge of that, don't feel guilty about having moments of guilt, right? Is the other thing. You don't want to feel, it's like, oh, I feel guilty. And now I feel guilty about feeling guilty. And it's like, don't, <laughs> don't. Um, feeling guilty about the guilt. <laughs> oh, Lord, where and does I've it been end? There. And I've <laughs> been there, right? And so I, I just want to share sort of my journey. I'll do this as quickly as possible. I had this vision for my life as a wife and a mother. Right. And I wanted four boys and this adoring husband and, you know, life was going to be just grand. And I saw myself laying on the floor doing homework and playing and all of these things. And my life turned out nothing like that. My husband wasn't faithful pretty much from the beginning. We did have one child. I had a son. And there were some moments, but when we ended up divorced, going through a really bitter custody battle, I felt broken and alone. And I felt shame and guilt for not being able to deliver this family that I had envisioned, right? Giving my son this life that I felt that he deserved and the life that I had dreamed of and that I wanted. But in my journey, I learned, one, I can't control other people. I can't control other people. And I knew that at some point I came to this place where I knew that if I was doing the best that I could, that that should be good enough, right? And so I had this thought too, right? Stop shooting all over yourself and and life should be this way. And I'm working with my clients and they're continuously saying, well, I thought it was going to be this and it should be this way. And it shouldn't be that way. It should be exactly what it is in this moment, right? It can't be anything other than exactly what it is in this moment, because this moment is the aggregation of all the moments that came before every decision, every action, God, universe, orchestrating all the stuff that delivers us to this this place right here, right now. So it can't be anything else. So you talk about this energy, right? And that vibrational place that we are in, you're feeling guilt, that's bad. Living in this should place where you're wasting your time and energy trying to make this moment something else, it just can't be that. And so instead of 
fighting the past, say it is what it is, right? Claudette said this, take responsibility for what is right now, how you're responding to things, how you're reacting to things, how you're feeling. It is what it is right here, right now. And if you want some changes, make changes, right? Make the decisions, empower yourself, make the decisions that allow you to make changes in the future. You can't change the past. And I think so much of the guilt that we feel is about the past. There's nothing we can do about it. And when I got to that point, I would say it came for me in the midst of, or the, at least the beginning of this journey came for me in the midst of the custody battle. We, we were in going through this process with an evaluator and we had to have our process elevated because my mother worked in the court system. She was a family court mediator and my ex-husband, my former husband, felt that there would be bias against him in that process. And so our process had to get elevated. And the problem, and I was really angry about that. But what actually the lesson that came from it was when the evaluator wrote the report and he was talking about the two homes, my ex-husband's house. He bought a new house with his new wife. They had another kid and the evaluator was talking about the house and how big it was and all the stuff that was in it. And then he started discussing our home with my son. And he talked about, it was a one bedroom apartment, right? They lived in this like 3,000 plus square foot house. And I had this 300 square foot, one bedroom apartment. And he said it was filled with so much love and warmth. And there, there were books and my son had the bedroom, right? And his bed, and it was set up for him. I slept on the couch. I slept on the couch, right? That was me. In my sacrifice, and, and part of it was I felt guilty about that, that we did not have a bigger home. I couldn't provide that. I wasn't in a position to do that. But when I read the report and realized I did have the vision that I wanted, really, which was to have a loving and supportive family. It wasn't exactly the picture that I had in mind, but the feelings that I wanted, the emotions that I wanted to feel and what I wanted to give to my children, or in this case, my one child, all of that was there. And it allowed me to let go of that and then learn the lessons about, you know, all I can do is the best that I can do with what I have in this moment to work with. And the same is true for you. You can't do anything other than the best you can do. And if you are feeling guilty about not being able to do more, then you're wasting energy that would actually allow you to do more if that's your vision. And so I just want to leave with this, right? All the stuff is nice. And we spend a lot of time obsessing about stuff in our Western culture. It's all about the stuff. But what's really more important is how you want to feel. And I can almost guarantee you that feeling guilty is not on the list of the things that you want to feel. So focus on how you want to feel. Make the decisions that move you towards that vision. And then let the rest of it go. And if you're sitting there saying, well, that's easier said than done. Yes, it is. All things are. But I've done it. The other five, the other four ladies here have done it. You know, my clients do it. It's a choice. And while I say it's simple, it may not be easy, but it is possible. And that's what matters. Give yourself some grace. Forgive yourself for the shoulda, wouldas, and couldas, and just let that shit go. Woo, Whitney, beautiful. Let that shit go. I mean, she dropped like three mantras that I'm like writing down that I'm adding in. Let that shit go. And then the one just before that, 
I'm doing the best I can right here in this moment. I mean, that is so powerful and gorgeous. And thank you. So many beautiful nuggets in there. I want to hand it over to Kathleen and not take up too much time reiterating, but Whitney, this gorgeous and a big takeaway in there was just mantras, right? Like I'm doing the best I can in this moment and whatever resonates with you. And another thing just that popped is awareness around the people you're with and do they feed more guilt into your life, right? Because we will also have relationships where people may not even realize it, but could be blaming or whatever and adding to guilt, right? And this energy around it. So, or not, right? Or not. Or it's saying, you are all good. You are doing the best you can right now. And we getting through it. And you're good. You know, so what are the people around you as well? What are the energy that they're bringing? Because that will certainly feed it or not. So beautiful. And Kathleen, what say you on guilt? I love what you just said. The people that you surround yourself with. You know, some of the people that can really trigger the most guilt are your children and your spouses. <laughs> and because where I think guilt really stems from is not being enough, not feeling enough, not being enough. Some of our actions that we take, whether it's affairs or reacting, is all coming from a feeling of not being enough. Our politics is full of guilt. Our media is full of guilt. The marketing is full of guilt because it's all targeting your weakest spots of what you believe is your weakest spots. Politics, especially think about abortion, you know, whether you're for or against or whatever you want to talk about, it's all targeting guilt and how you should be feeling and what you should be doing or not doing. And it's none of our business. Either way, it's none of our business. Our job as individuals is to focus inwardly and to start working through whatever is causing your feelings of guilt. I think Claudia and Whitney and Catherine, all of you mentioned this, is that the guilt is stemming from your belief of you. And if you did have an affair, if you did get a divorce, if you did you know, discipline your child in a way that you're, you're not happy with today. So what? So what doesn't mean go ahead and do it again. What it means is the feedback that Whitney mentioned is that if you're having an affair, something's going on in your relationship. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. There's something broken here. So you get to fix it. That's your feedback. You know, I can speak specifically to guilt as well because when you lose a child to suicide or sudden unexpected loss, what drug overdose, look what complicated stuff, that leaves a lot of guilt in you. That leaves a lot of guilt for you to explore. Now, I could have chosen to stay in the guilt and let myself wallow in that and die here on earth, or I could choose, as I did, to go deeper, to go within. Instead of looking for a church or looking for a husband or looking for a different job or looking for a way to fill that gap or that hole, it's really about starting to go in and explore where you're feeling not enough, where you're feeling that you're inadequate or that you didn't do enough. Or for me, I left a husband, number three, <laughs> and the world on the outside was shocked because anybody would have thought that I, I should have stayed. I had, I had it all. And I had guilt around that because I knew that on the outside, it looked like I had it all. And the inside, I was feeling guilty because I knew this man loved me the best he could. I was feeling guilty because it was my third marriage. I was feeling guilty because he helped me out of a hole a deep hole with my son. There was all kinds of guilt here. In fact, I was feeling like I wasn't enough. But once I worked through all that wasn't enough, that I owed someone something, like it was like I owed him for what he did for me. What I did honor 
was I held compassion. I had gratitude for all that he, he chose to, he chose to provide for me. And I needed to honor my soul. So when you're in guilt and you're sitting in guilt, or when I've been in guilt and I've sat in guilt, I'm not in flow. I'm not singing my heart's calling. I'm not following what I am being guided to follow. So hold yourself in compassion. No matter how many ups and downs or marriages or or conflicts or jobs or whatever affairs, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you've experienced, you've experienced that. And it's made you the person you are today. So you get to choose whether you want to stay in that wallowing low vibe energy, that low frequency, or you want to start stepping through it. So where you can really be in that higher frequency and being in joy and being surrounded by people that love you for you, that you love for them. And is it always easy? No, but that's what good conversations and communication is about is really honoring yourself and honoring the person that you're with. So you know, whether you're dealing with grief or you're dealing with a partner or a job loss, whatever it is, guilt only magnifies the pain that you're in. And when you're willing to face it and hold yourself in compassion and love and walk through whatever that is, you get to be in joy and love and abundance. And, you know, whether you have abundance in your checking account or not, who cares? It's really how you live and who you're around because we're always provided for. And I will say one last thing is that the universe is always conspiring with us, not against us. Mm. Whitney's mentioned that before. Even when it feels uncomfortable and it doesn't feel good and it's messy, I can promise you there's something good that can come from that if you choose to look for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is um, a healing journey working through guilt because it is healing. It's a forgiveness, the past of self. I have an article, Psychology Today says, unresolved guilt is like having a snooze alarm in your head that won't shut off. And it truly will continue to just rear its ugly head. And a big part of that is healing and releasing. And I love your analogy around guilt and equating it or a root of it being around this not enoughness. That's super powerful distinction there as well that truly resonates. So gorgeous. Thank you. And certainly last but not least, our sister Sarah here. What say you, girlfriend? I say I am just thoroughly intrigued at listening to all of your amazing thoughts around this topic. It's a very powerful topic, and thank you for bringing it up, Catherine. Claudette, actually, each of you have kind of alluded to this, and I have been thinking about it this entire time, is really what we're in a battle with, and what I'm hearing is our ego. At the end of the day, the guilt is serving our ego on some level, on some very deep level, good or bad, right? I mean, sometimes guilt keeps us and it keeps us safe. In some aspects, it can be an okay thing, but it's certainly asking us. And, and I've been think I've never thought of it in that context before. I've never. I've literally never put the two beside each other in the thought process and how self-serving guilt can be too, you know, wallowing in our own pity and wallowing in our own not enoughness. But on the same level, there are people that use guilt against each other, use guilt as a weapon. And because they know at its deepest core, it they probably knew before I did today that, you know, really is serving people's egos. And so interesting to me. And I guess, Claudette, I'd love to just open it up. Like, is that kind of what you were alluding to is, you know, really addressing that deeper ego of what the guilt's around and asking that question. And that's why you said you put it in the jar, right? And then what happens with that jar? And to me, that represents a lot of ego. Ego is attached to guilt and suffering. And our higher spirit is attached to bliss and joy. And then, so 
to me, guilt is like a shot. Like if you went up to the bar and you took a shot, right? It's like the ego going up to the bar and taking one shot of guilt. And it fuels the ego to continue to cause us to suffer more. Because just think about what guilt leads to. It leads to shame. Many times it leads to condemning ourselves. It can reinforce us being a victim when that's a whole nother podcast. But who you really are at your higher spirit is never a victim to anybody. And, and I think this all comes down to we don't grow up understanding how the universe works scientifically and mathematically. And we don't understand that the guilt perpetuates more guilt. Right. But yes, it's, there's the eternal battle. You know, everybody talks about good and evil and whatever it's ego, higher spirit. I mean, it's in us. It is in us and just reflects to the outer world. But yes, guilt is, it feeds the ego. It feeds the false beliefs and it keeps them perpetuating to create more. Yeah. Interesting. Any of you ladies have any thoughts around that? Cause it's just a, you know, kind of not what I expected to come up today as, as usual, as per usual in these conversations that we have, there, there can be these great, interesting nuggets. I was going to say, well, Sarah, I, I love that you brought it up that it's not always done unto us. It's us doing unto others. Think about how many times you have made someone else feel guilty or you wanted to make someone else feel guilty because you didn't get what you wanted. You know, so it's not always about someone trying to make us feel guilty or we feeling guilty about what we've done to someone else. Oftentimes we're projecting it onto our spouses. We're projecting it onto our children. We're projecting it onto our partners. And I love that, you know, the five of us can come together and have just those deeper conversations about, okay, so my ego might've come up a little here, but this is what I'm feeling. So let's talk this out. I love that. So that's really what I wanted to say. I really feel like our we often try to make our, our partners feel guilty. So I would invite people, and I think this is an opportunity to really maybe shift the way we do that. Maybe once we start to feel like we're not getting what we want and we want to project something negative onto someone else, maybe step back and just have the conversation and say, hey, I really wanted to, you know, puke all over you. <laughs> but but instead, I'm just going to have this conversation because I'm feeling this way or that way or whatever it is. It's the conversations that need to be happening. I love that you said that. I mean, I can certainly see myself having used guilt as a weapon to manipulate a situation to get what I wanted, right? Or to assist someone else in getting what they wanted. I could imagine a home inspection issue. I've definitely said, are you certain you want to leave that for the buyer? What if X, Y, Z happened because you left it that way? Or what if something, you know, what ifs, right? I never thought of it that way, but yeah, certainly we, we all use it as a weapon from time to time too. It's interesting. Definitely an area of continued thought and growth opportunity. Appreciate you bringing this perspective up and certainly I can think of times when I have done that as well. So, and not necessarily intentionally, but certainly out of the ego. Yeah. Just wanting what I've wanted, right? Yeah. So, Whitney, you're so right. I mean, such a great opportunity to say, hey, what's a better, you know, to your point, Kathleen, what's a better way to approach this? How can I open myself up differently to achieve a similar result? Or is it just my ego that needs the, the result? And what, hey, do I need to put my ego in check in this moment? Well, what do you think politics is breeding right now? I mean, and it always has, you know, lobbying or advocating or whatever you want to say. It's all lobbying from my perspective. It's all advocating for the position that you want with the people who are in charge, so to speak. But I think that's part of our challenge, you know, to bring this back to the fact that today we are living in a world that wants to project guilt onto us mm -hmm. or onto the people who are the leaders. You know, it's guilt driven. So let's step back and just have deeper conversations instead of projecting someone's shit all over someone else. Or where can we go a little deeper and lead with love instead of ego and guilt? You know, where can we 
adjust just to change a slight adjustment in the world, you know, is if we're each five of us working towards that, you know, what's the ripple effect there and just an incident by incident. And I think the most powerful thing about all of this is forgiveness. You know, I I definitely said, Hey, you know, to a friend who is maybe challenged with trying to get something out of their head is go in the shower, take a shower, forgive yourself, wash it away scrub yourself with that soap if you need to, whatever it is, but forgive the core of that. Because without forgiveness, it just festers and repeats itself. It's going to come right back up until you figure it out. And be curious, you know, as you're forgiving yourself, you know, some people may think, oh, just say, I forgive you and move on. It's not necessarily that easy. It's just like, be curious of where it's coming from. So you can get to the truth, as Claudia calls it, the truth, or get to the awareness of there's more to the story than you're telling yourself, because there's so much more. There's infinite possibilities here. There's so much more than what meets the eye. What you think is happening on the outside is so different than what's happening on the inside in every single one of us in every conversation. That is so true. What do I say? We're only 5% correct, if even that. <laughs> I might even, now, now that I'm continuing to learn, I'd, I'd lower it to 2%. 2% of the time we're correct. I'm thinking we understand what the other person's thinking, feeling, or reacting to. I, yeah, you're so right. Yeah, we could be like feeling guilty about something and like the person and not even like be thinking like or caring or be like, you know, like whatever. So like we're taking on that assumption of carrying guilt, you know, like this person might not even be even caring about what we're feeling guilty about for them. Right. And so, and we're projecting that on them. And then we may even, you know, feel like resentful to the person unconsciously. So it's like this whole spiral. And I think curiosity is super beautiful in the process. Forgiveness is beautiful and truth is beautiful because being in truth with people takes out the ego part because we're not holding back, making about us because of our fears or whatever, right? It's like we're stepping into the truth of the light. And it's like, how does this situation feel? Does it feel like for me, it's like, is this feeling feeling like inspiring? Like this, like saying, yes, is this inspiring? Is this good for the good of all Or is it this feeling in me that's just a specific feeling that's hard to describe? It's like my the guilt feeling where it's more about being a caretaker or a saving of the person or a saving of myself, whatever that shit comes from. How to because inspired action and like egoe action or guilty action feels differently inside of me anyway. And I know that kind of awareness of how it feels. And so really tapping in to that as just starting point, like, does this feel like really good inside? And sometimes it takes a day or two to really like visualize and meditate on that. Or is it like, this is guilt coming up from some other like disempowering weird place, (laughs) right? And just for me, there's a distinct feeling. And I don't know if that is true for everybody, but I, speaking for myself, I know there is a, a distinct feeling between the two. So beautiful contributions to the show, lady. We, ladies, we got all kinds of beautiful perspectives and experiences. So Whitney, I will kick it on back over to you. This was such a great episode and an opportunity to dig into what guilt is, right? Why we feel it, why we are projecting it on others, which is such a novel concept. And I really appreciate you bringing that one up, Sarah, and and how we move through it. And so I want to leave just a couple of practical tips that could be helpful. Uh, We've talked about this. Don't should all over yourself, right? Stop with the shoulds and what you should do. How about you employ some positive affirmations, have some positive self-talk, helping you to stop running with the negative tape that's in your head. Uh, Journal to express your feelings, get that out for yourself Uh, and focus on the quality rather than the quantity, right? And in terms of 
of not being enough and thinking you always have to do one more thing in order to prove that you're, you don't have to prove that you're, you are enough. You are enough. And remember that. And then forgive yourself. This came up a number of times. Forgive yourself. And then Sister Sarah's, I'm going to give you this extra one, shower. Just shower and let that stuff wash off of you. So we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. And if you have not already, please review and rate our show and join us on Facebook and Instagram to share how you move through your guilt. We'd love to hear from you. But before we go, Catherine, would you like to share with us what's going on in your business and how our audience can get in touch with you? I would love that. And we officially opened Fit District this weekend. So super excited about that. So Fit District is officially open. Five-year journey in the making. And we had an incredible soft opening weekend, incredible turnout, incredible feedback. I couldn't be more grateful for this journey And so, yeah, if you're in the D.C., Arlington, Virginia area, you want to come check out Fit District, would love to meet you and host you in person for fitness experience or a food experience. You can hit me up. Uh, You can find us on our our social media, Beyond Your Best Plan. You can hit me up on my email at cford at fitdistrict.com. So thanks for asking, Whitney. It was a, a big weekend and a big announcement. So again, if you're in the DC, Arlington area, Fit District is in the building. (laughs) (laughs) We are so proud of you. Congratulations. Uh, You know, it's been a long journey for you. And we thank you for allowing us to go on the ride with you. So thank you for that, ladies. Thank you. And thank you, audience, for being here with us. And until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.